John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more, the more <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 55 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing the Neon release, um, Assassination Nation, which came out of Sundance and was picked up by Neon, I think I read it was the largest uh, acquisition out of Sundance, and it came out and bombed royally this weekend. So if you're listening to this and you saw the movie, you're one of the few, I think. Zach, real quick, what was the budget? I can't find the budget right now. No idea. I'm not worried about that. But actually, I guess I am kind of worried about that, (laughs) because it will come up as I discuss this movie, but um, yeah. It's a genre-bending movie that's got a little bit of everything in it, and um, if I'm going to launch into some opinion about the movie, I think it has maybe too much in it and doesn't know what it exactly wants to be is its biggest problem. It does have decent moments at times, and one truly great moment in the middle of this movie Um, But we'll wait till spoilers to talk more about that. I just found myself going back and forth on this movie. Well, let me... Back and forth, not by scene by scene. It was often like 30-minute chunks at a time. I really did not like the um, Spring Breakers wannabe vibe of the first 30 minutes or 20 minutes of the movie. See, I figured that would have made you like it more. Whereas oh, that's no. why I did that... not like the start of this movie. <laughs> no, no, I, I did, I did not think it. I mean, uh, Lauren is not a fan of Spring Breakers in any way, shape, that or form. Trash heap, flaming. <laughs> I think it's fantastic, and I feel like this is a very, very piss poor attempt to try to kind of take that vibe of um, a bunch of people saying, "Look how trashy we are, um, and awful we are." <laughs> And I I don't know the but film. I don't think they that... thought that way about themselves, Zach. <laughs> that, <laughs> you missed that the was point the of problem. the movie. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't know. I couldn't tell what the movie thought it thought of itself at the same time. I, I don't know. Like I couldn't get a read on. I think by the end of the movie, it becomes more clear what the movie is going for. But I I don't know if it dives in headfirst into uh, any one idea and again so i i while i didn't hate the movie i can't say go um, see it yeah i mean i would say it's worth watching just for that single take sequence in the middle of the movie but again that's the scene i was alluding to we'll talk more about later which i think it is an amazing piece of filmmaking and um just surrounded by garbage. I yeah, guess. I, I wouldn't say it's garbage. It's just the, the oh, movie. Oh no, no, I would say it's no. Garbage. I know, I know, I know. Just I know. A better I, rating just... than Zach. How are you saying it's garbage? No, I, no, I, I was it... better. I, oh wait, I was, who gave it two said, and a half? Yeah. 
I'm two and a half. Oh, okay. I flipped it. I'm firmly like a solid C because there were things that I liked. And gotcha, then, gotcha. Then I was just kind of like, blah, at other parts too. But I, I would say most of the blah came at the beginning, first chunk of the movie. Um, but I've talked enough. Um, ben, you chimed in there for a second. Tell us I, more how you feel about the hot garbage. That's about right. Um, the first half, I was just like, Jesus Christ, this this movie is not over yet, and I have to sit through all of it. Um, See, that's how I felt about The Predator last weekend. <laughs> okay. To be fair, I never said that was a good movie. I You've never already said had that. your nope, nope. You don't. In, in, in okay. Ben's defense, too, he didn't get a chance to say it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said it anyway. Uh, check out our Mandy podcast if you want my my take on it. Um, what? We're not talking about Mandy. No, but I'm saying if you want my opinion on the Predator, I briefly mentioned it in the end of oh, our was that Mandy the end? I gave him a platform. I started listening to. I really want to see Mandy after listening to the first part of that, guys. You should. It's so good. But anyway, back to back to Assassination Nation. Like the first half hour of this movie is painfully bad. It just is so 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 awful. I mean, what what was turning you off on the the movie? Uh, the characters. Mm-hmm. Um. Agreed. Like, he just doesn't like, like underbutt. Well, I just respectfully disagree. I think what what is cra- <laughs> what's what's I, crazy though is like it seems excessive. I don't. I think the director does. It's a male oh, writer director. Only I seems think he avoids excessive. The male gaze pretty well in the movie. Like it, it could have. I gotten, don't know. At nothing- one point, the camera went really low on someone on an <laughs> upskirt. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my got- my. My my summary, like my thoughts leaving the theater about, so, you know, five minutes into the movie, you know, it has like that warning kind of thing. Like, here's all the shit that's going to be in this yeah. movie. It's a trigger warning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, immediately after that, some dude got up and left the theater. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish you could see the guys that I was, that were in my theater. Like, ew. <laughs> Are they creepy? Yes. <laughs> when that movie was over, all I could think was that lucky bastard. Um. It had two two moments I thought were good. Uh, I assume Zach and I, one of them is the one Zach and I are both thinking of. I don't know what you're the thinking single, of. There's, so I'm there's the single take in the house. Oh, okay. Which, yeah. That was yeah. my guess, but I wasn't which, sure. Which, yeah, that, like, I wasn't sure if that was one take, but if that is one take, holy shit, that's really I, I, I thought, I, I haven't, I did not read the article, but I've, I, there's an article out there talking about how they that off yeah either so, way it's either way it seems seamless it's great yes uh, yes I, 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 to that point like where i gave atomic blonde did i i was i don't know if was i on that podcast? No. no it was supposed to be our first nope. episode you and then we you didn't did go do it because you didn't see the movie oh that's right <laughs> so basically our podcast started off great and has been going smoothly ever since <laughs> <laughs> Burn! no like i but i complained about atomic blonde <laughs> Like the, the 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 long takes that they put in that movie, you could see the seams. And I'm with Ben. I I can I usually can spot when they do the little cuts in the they they a lot of movies do it now. But this seemed like a real earned oh, like I, long take. I yeah. can't I can't spot if it's if it's not seamless or not. But it looked it looked great. Mm-hmm. Is all yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then there's one other action sequence near the end that I thought was actually pretty good. I would I look forward to discussing that because. I thought everything at the end was pretty much hot garbage, too, action-wise. Uh, 
Okay, yeah. but so, and it, again, it's like it, this movie has this mixed message because, like Lauren said, it starts out like, oh, look at her, look how trashy we are. So, well, you I said didn't exactly. say that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Lauren, you said it kind of turns itself around. It's like, wait, are they? And it's like, I mean, they kind of are. So I, I really don't, I really don't feel like that, that last turn is really justified at all. Well, there's no, there's nothing wrong with them being the way they are, but I just am no, like no, turned off not, by I'm not, not saying... wanting. I know. I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's by just like, calling yeah. people trashy, you're saying something's wrong with them. Well, no, I'm not passing judgment. It's just people I want to want to hang like... out with. <laughs> yeah, and it's like because they're inferior people. Um... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The way the way the town just kind of made up its mind so quickly on stuff was just ridiculous. Like, and I, I guess that's supposed to be kind of the point, but it was just too much. I was gonna say it wasn't like truthful. It was supposed to be extreme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's also um, Salem. People are crazy up there, don't you? Know? Uh, yeah, I guess. And then didn't um, you see Hocus Pocus? I would rather have watched Hocus Pocus. Not that I think that's a bad movie. Do you know I, I, do you know Pocus, I think I realized Jesus. this week? This is unrelated, kind of independently. I think Sarah Michelle, the best tidbits for this. Sarah movie. Sarah Jessica Parker, I think was my from Hocus Pocus was my sexual awakening. But I think <laughs> that's she's really smoking disturbing. hot in that movie. I think, what are you talking about? She's a babe in that movie. She's weird in that movie. She's an absolute babe. Is she the one that wants to like eat children? No, oh, I guess they all want to eat children. Do they want to eat children? It's been a while, guys. They, just, they want to suck their life essence. Okay. That's a that's a yearly staple in our house. <laughs> yeah, that's not creepy. No, at John, all, you're not wrong. She's super super attractive. But in movie. she's still super attractive. Sorry, like Sarah I know I was just talking about how we shouldn't pass judgment on people, but I'm passing mm-hmm. judgment on you guys now. So I had that realization this past week, but maybe also Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot. Oh my God! Was, I think that's why I love Converse. Was so like much. maybe <laughs> one of my first like pseudo crushes, I think, or maybe just like I sympathized with Small so much of being like the nerdy kid who wasn't good at sports, and this guy had like reached down and like mentored him. I'm just like, oh, what an admirable figure. I don't know. This is all unrelated. John, talk about the movie. Uh, can Lauren go first? Why? Oh, Lauren, talk about the movie. Are we okay? This means you're gonna drop the mic on us or something. Like you're just building yourself up for a failure. Uh, <laughs> like I'd say, I just I'm just curious as like to Zach like the said, rest of your thoughts. I actually, first, absolutely hated Spring Breakers. Mm-hmm. In so at the beginning of this movie, it's like God, I hate I hate these parties. Like I never went to them. Yeah. One because I didn't want to go. Two because I wasn't invited. These parties don't exist. But <laughs> Do these exist? Though I, at the same time, I have no time, idea because I wasn't invited Brett, to them. I don't know. <laughs> Brett Brett Kavanaugh is teaching us that these parties probably yeah. do exist. Yeah. <laughs> this week. So it's like, I, like I have no interest in being at them in person or on film. So I wasn't yes. necessarily enjoying that. And like, just I didn't, not, I didn't like connect to any of these girls necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to get invested in the film. But as soon as it went purge, and kind of became like revenge all of a sudden like then i got into the movie but it took mm-hmm. forever to get there and i like the mod apatow part i don't know why it just was very entertaining no that was very well done yeah um the no i think that Wait, which the, the, part the, was her part the part well, with I the baseball we'll bat yeah, spoilers. two spoilers yeah oh, oh shit bat. okay yeah. yeah okay um 
I think that I think that scene that we keep alluding to the 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 single take scene in the middle does a really good job of getting you on those girls mm-hmm. side um whether whatever you cuz obviously it's I didn't really like them very much um I did like the main I think it's the Lily. main girl the the girl who is the yeah, girl Lily. who talks to the principal, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I was kind of on her side. Oh yeah, I, think I was they did on a good the side of, of them. Her, it's yeah. just I don't think we would have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess that's that's what I should have said when I when I said trashy. It's just like they're not. Yeah. They're definitely not. I said trashy. You can blame yeah, trashy. It's, on me. Oh, it's okay. not. It's not yeah. my social group at all. Yeah. I would say. Agreed. I would say one of the first the first part that I kind of got invested in the movie was the part with the shovel. <laughs> just to clarify though are we saying though that the inability to empathize with these characters because of their portrayal not necessarily the actors and actresses like job at portraying them but just like the characters as a whole like the the gaps or the distance between us just ruined the overall enjoyment and so just like the premise the premise of the movie was flawed from the from the get-go for you guys or we just I mean I wouldn't say that there I I definitely empathize with them or else I wouldn't have cared about the second half of the movie. Yeah, okay. Cuz I, I I was just expecting something a little bit closer to Mean Girls meets Purge. Like there'd be mm-hmm. a burn book or something and that would get people going <laughs> instead of Spring Breakers meets Purge. Yeah. <laughs> so did you like this movie, Lauren, or Um I'm probably around I'm probably where Zach is on it. No, just right in the it's a it's a fine it's okay yeah. yeah it has its it has its moments i think like i was really concerned at the beginning though because when they did that trigger warning thing and one of them was rape it's like i'm not gonna be able to watch this movie <laughs> that's one of the yeah, worst um, things with i was films. i was I very worried it. for lauren watching <laughs> the first half of this movie um i i just knew you weren't gonna like any of these people <laughs> if yeah so but i'm glad the film i mean the film brought me around and, and, and it sounds like it brought you around too mm-hmm. You good, John? No more excuses. Yeah, guns and underbutt. Five out of five. America. <laughs> 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 no, um, okay, in all honesty. Um, I am, I think, as, I think also as, well, that's not fair because I think, well, like, 75% of us are educators. Um, but as an educator who deals, like. The rest of us are idiots. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Um, oh no, that's just me adding the truth oh, to no, it. That's not, uh, I don't. I I disagree. Lauren, you're probably smarter than I am. So oh, if you're an you're idiot, probably that smarter makes me than like, a lot super of us, dumb. To be frank. No, I'm very also, much not. I so. should I should say first on foremost. Um, I think it's going to be really hard for me, Zach, and Ben to actually like, maybe objectively or not objectively, but to like to critique this movie i think it's going to be very hard for like any man or male perspective to really kind of give a true like a truly objective uh criticism of this movie in Um, what way well just in the in the main message having to deal with uh the rampant misogyny in our culture that's been uh exacerbated by social media um like for us to say as males that we are purely like noble and completely feministic like that's or or feminists i guess is a better word to say um i think would be inaccurate and undeserved and so um yeah i don't want to i think you can see and support 
the message that this movie is trying to get across. Yeah, it's just like us watching Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, I mean, you, you can't relate to the experience as well, but I think you can fully have an objective opinion. You can empathize with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So that being said, then I will proceed into my, my critique um, or assessment. Um, as, as an educator who, who deals primarily with that age group, man, that first part of the movie left me super uncomfortable and left me really <laughs> uncomfortable for like the rest of the movie, because while all these shitty things are happening to these girls, um, I'm still thinking about, I'm still focusing and like uh, perseverating on this one part, which I'm just like, yeah, but this part still doesn't sit right with me. And so that made it really difficult. But I think. Dear dictionary.com. Um, what does perseverating um, mean? And I think <laughs> I will say, I think that's one part of the movie uh, that the writing staff failed to really address whether or not the behavior that was going on at the beginning both done by are we just talking about the arc of the principal no just like the those main characters meaning the the teenagers themselves like addressing like the stuff that they were doing and maybe like the especially on the girl side because the guy side was a little bit easier to kind of critique but on the girl side trying to explain like sort of or, or portray in a completely like uh, fair way to say like yeah they're doing some pretty shitty things or pretty maybe uh, immoral things as well um, I don't think it did as good of a job deconstructing that or like at least assigning some blame like it it kind of just said yeah they're not perfect but like who, who should be blamed here well what, I who, think why are you trying I to think, blame anybody I think there's some there's some aspects that you can talk about like society and privilege like I, I think one of my main criticisms of this movie was while I I really identified or really cheered for the strong feminist message in this movie, especially the critique of social media and sort of how that has hit the female population more so than the male population, arguably. Um, I think the two things that I, I think left a bad taste in my mouth for this movie was one um, at times it got kind of preachy about it and it didn't necessarily show versus tell um although that's not to say this movie was not a visceral movie this was a very visceral movie um but also like this movie didn't this movie just reeked of privilege and whiteness kind of and i so the first part yeah and i and i was just like like this is this is fine and all and i know that there are actors and actresses of color in this but this still seems like the culture and kind of the communities that are being portrayed are seemingly being portrayed from a majority white uh, population. I, you're, you're not wrong. And you're not wrong. But the movie is firmly trying to, it, it, if it's any, if its focus is on anything, it's on the female experience. And they, I mean, they're one of the main four. They have, I think the fact that they have a trans woman and a black woman in the movie. If, uh, if, Just one if, black woman. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, woman. yes, it would have been great if there was all four girls were of some different or ethnic origin or um, uh, gender identity. That would have been great. But the movie was already going for too much. I 
I don't. Well, and I and I don't. Think, but I think, think exactly. by by trying to talk about the race on top of the misogyny. Well, no, and, I, I, it would have been a lot. Oh for no, the exactly. Movie to do. And that's. But I I don't think it talked about it well. I don't think. And that's not to say it should have. But I don't think it addressed that properly. Like. I don't think it wanted to. No, talk that's about fair. It. But it, it just I, and not not because it was afraid to, but but just because. I, I I think you're totally right. It's coming from it's a white male writer director of this movie. But I I almost I already thought there was too much going on in this movie. I wish he would have just settled into the misogyny thing even more than have thrown in another layer on top of it. As much as it needs to be talked about. So yeah, what did you guys keep talking about the misogyny and whatnot? So what did you think about the first two large scale victims being men? Um, I th- well, I think one of because like, there was the principal or the mayor and the principal. Yeah, but I think yeah. Well, are we getting? I'm assuming we're getting into spoilers right now. All right, so pause. Time out. Would you recommend the movie? I would actually. I would with all of its problems. I I still think with how vivid and visceral it is. Um, and the message that's trying to convey, I think I would still recommend it, actually. Yeah. And I think it's definitely, it's a movie, like, it's one of those movies where either, when I was thinking about this kind of since watching it yesterday, like, it's, it's going to be either one of those movies that I really enjoyed seeing in theaters, but, like, I remember the first time I saw Fight Club, and uh, the first time I saw Fight Club was in, my buddy Andrew Sestola's basement, and that was the perfect way to see Fight Club. I think, like, with a group of friends who, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what we did. No, see, we went to Bible study. I saw properly. this movie by myself uh-huh. today with like, there was a man to the left of me and a man to the right of me. In just the context of this movie, had me super like skeeved out just sitting there by yeah, myself. Yeah, that's. I'm really sorry about. It. What, what, what so, time did you see? Well, it? it's just it's interesting because like I'm I'm looking at these guys and like they're kind of creepy, but then it's like, okay, I'm just <laughs> judging these people based on their appearance, and that's what this movie's kind of talking about somewhat. So it's like, don't do that, Lauren. But also, I'm a girl, and these are two guys that could easily take me. It's like I need to get out of here. It was really oh, weird. <laughs> um, you had the movie in 4D tonight. Uh, yesterday i guess um okay so it sounds like lauren john and i all think the movie if you watch it you're gonna get something out of it probably but i don't know if anybody says rush to the theater to see it it's a rental Yeah. yeah yeah um it's interesting if you're intrigued by the trailer i think you'll be intrigued by the movie and um i think ben would even agree there's a couple scenes that are worthwhile uh, even if you find the rest of the movie to be hot, flaming. I would garbage. no. I would not say it's worth seeing. No. Okay. Uh, Look two up scenes the scene do on not YouTube. make a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So spoilers. So spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. 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 Okay. So. So okay. So we we're discussing the two male victims and how that framed how the movie went forward going after that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think I, it was interesting because the, uh, seeing the, the mayor go down, it seemed like that, that <laughs> kind of left, Oh God, that kind of left a power <laughs> vacuum for like a more malevolent kind of immoral force to kind of sweep in, which eventually came in with like, the frantic nature and the uh, the frenzied nature of the entire town um 
And then seeing the principal's uh, reputation fall was kind of like the one moral force that was kind of keeping it at bay and trying to like keep it in check and kind of the, like the lone protector. I thought it was very interesting that we did. I love that they pushed back with, I love that he did not give up. Yeah. Um, but it was, I thought it was interesting yeah. and maybe it was interesting that they didn't reveal what happened to him. Whereas with the mayor, yeah, he shot mm-hmm. himself right then and there. Yeah. I definitely um, thought we were going to see him get killed. Yeah. Like, it, I, like yeah, I'm surprised I wonder if there wasn't that somewhere on the cutting room floor that he didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say like, and again, this kind of like, I'll give this movie credit, but I'll also kind of like push back because it didn't necessarily give any clear answers, which maybe is the point. But when all the girls were in the pool talking and, excuse me, Bex was talking about how she felt no sympathy for him because this was a man who spouted hate and bigotry while behind closed doors, like participating in the same very, things it was very grinds to me no oh yeah oh for <laughs> sure um and the the fact that like he killed himself when like all of the things that he he says like has is part of a problem which like takes the lives of like hundreds and thousands of like trans teens and individuals like every year like that and then Lily at the same time was like, yeah, but at, like, it's still kind of sad. No, yeah, because I'm with Lily on that side of that argument. He must have been have, so I, lonely. Like, yeah, this movie was setting up Lily to be this kind of more, like, to be the real kind of moral hero, which at a certain degree was, I don't think yeah. is deserved. And there were several times where I'm just like, yeah, Lily, I agree with you, but at the same time you are not the person to be spouting this message. I didn't feel like she was the moral compass or anything so much as she would just tell it to you straight. No, that's true too. But like, <laughs> like and like she would always just speak to the other side of things, like the conversation she had with her principal. But okay, so then the thing that I really like there's three conversations then. There's so there's the one with her and her principal which I would say this might be the best scene of the movie. Oh yeah. Which she arguably wins, but the principal does make a good point in terms of like uh whether it's fair or not, like this is high. He does some great principling in that. Oh yeah. I was just like, he's like, I totally understand what you're talking about, but it's fucking high school. (laughs) Yeah, but like he has that conversation. It's like, how does your high school not have a dress code? Is that not a thing anymore? (laughs) No. I I mean So you were talking about underbutt? I see girls I see middle schoolers going to school every morning wearing their shorts like that like middle school age girls and i've have i have a i have coworkers who has daughters that age and they they say you can't even find clothes that cover up anymore it's like a fashion thing mm. like if yeah. you want to buy your kid clothes that are anything reasonably fashionable that's just what the clothes look like now apparently so like so yeah, I would be so but uncomfortable. My school okay. has uniforms, so I don't care. So one of the things that's like concerning with that, though, is... I like... could probably pull it off, to be honest. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like... I'm going to bleep that out to save everybody's... Um, no, no, no. Thing. Keep it in. Keep it in. I want that. I want that, I want that in theme song version 2.0. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and you can just you can cut um, John's throwing up noise from earlier and put it back in there. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: so like, if that's the case or whatever, and Lily talks about that in her in her uh, discussion with her principal, like all this like pressure that she faces in terms of her body and like wh- how she should like 
portray herself and that kind of thing. But at the same time, then, like, if she's aware of such pressure and such, like, negative influences, like, what's the right, like, resistance response or revolutionary response? She kind of still goes along with it with this kind of, like, I don't know, feminist approach of, like, well, it's my body and I can dress however I want to, like, empower and express myself, which is fine, which I'm not saying you should be against, but if she's identifying the negative forces pressuring women into thinking that way like wouldn't the more noble choice of action to be i don't know so there's that conversation i don't think the movie really addressed that and, that, and that's my though, and, and that's my issue my main issue with it is that like for these individuals that they try to give like the moral high ground they don't really they don't really kind of explain the fact that like yeah as high schoolers they're like going off and getting drunk and like getting high and like just like sleeping around with well, each I think, other and I stuff think the like movie like, I think the movie's opening 20 minutes shows a very well I guess what happens to Bex where the guy kind of I don't know if he takes advantage of her he just doesn't know how to handle the situation I was very confused I, yeah by that I was scene. I yeah I think I mean just he's his reaction into, at the end he's, he's like I didn't know her. if he was unaware of Bex's transition I was trying to understand why he looked upset at the end of the scene. Like I didn't know if he was not un or like no, I not think aware no, he, of... he was no, he was fully aware. And that was actually okay because the... it was just hard to read the scene. Yeah, no, no, he was because um, the... I think he felt bad. No, I yeah. no, no, he didn't feel bad. I he just felt regretful. He, he I was think. he was someone who wasn't comfortable with yeah. his own homosexuality or whatever he feel whatever he. But it's not homosexuality. Was... Well, yeah, I mean, it's because she's a girl. <laughs> yes, but she's also a girl that has not transitioned. She's a trans. Yeah. Do we yeah. know that? I don't know. Uh, no, I think they, no, they make reference that. to. I don't know. They, they, I think they, they make reference they, to her regardless, penis. Like, like we could argue about the semantics. Diamond yes. was not comfortable being with a trans, a transgender individual, even though he mm-hmm. knew that she was transgender. I think arguably from no, the I don't think that's accurate. He wanted to be with he he really liked her. Well, but he, was, he, he, wasn't he was not upset with her trans. He was uncomfortable with the way he would be perceived. Yes, okay, maybe for yeah, his sexuality. That was another yeah. thing that I found really interesting. Like mm-hmm. the school, the boys in the school or whatever, they didn't have a a problem with who Bex was, no. but they had a problem with Diamond being yeah. with her. Yeah, which and I thought was really I mean, interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting in the final scene when they're they're gonna hang her. The the bad teenage guy, the 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 main teenage villain boy, is still mm-hmm. using proper g- gender pronouns with Bex. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not. It, it's not about her gender identity. It's it's. Yeah, but didn't he also didn't he also call uh, Diamond? Um, he used a fag yes, he at does. some point. He, so it's like yeah. So he's. Um, going see, back I couldn't remember. He was doing mm-hmm. his like. His little pump up speech. His, yeah, his yeah. rant. Slam high. He was like, I don't. Which was another okay. thing talking about gaze because you know not gaze but the fe- like the male female gaze <laughs> yeah. eyes yeah. that thing because mm-hmm. uh, it's like you know they have all these scenes where like the girls are dressed one way and we're talking about whether or not it's appropriate or whatnot mm-hmm. and then they have like the locker room scene where all the guys are like shirtless and blah mm-hmm. blah and it's like <laughs> ugh, double <standards. laughs> no huge double standard for sure <laughs> but I just I just want to say one one thing about Bex is like I thought she was kind of the worst person in the group because when everyone else was like getting attacked like um the main character uh odessa no no no, lily lily was the main character right she runs back in like trying to help out uh 
or she no, she runs across the street trying to get help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she ran other... to get help. I think she ran to save herself. Yeah. I think they I think, she, I think they I both get the fuck out of there help. basically. Yeah, which I was like you can't fault I someone that was for doing up. that. No. I yeah, I don't think it you was can hold one that against, against them. like 20. <laughs> yeah, but I would have like called somebody like who the police who are there leading the no charge. One's helping no, but anyone. I, I don't know, but I would have like the her her boyfriend seemed pretty willing to help out until he, you know, he wasn't, but she didn't even ask about that. That 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 was just my. I don't know. I just I thought that. I was... think one of the unlikable parts about Bex, and part of it is understandable, is again if we go back to the pool scene, her lack of remorse for, a, like her unwillingness to kind of see this the tragedy still like in a heinous person taking their own life, which is which is understandable and maybe justifiable in from her perspective in terms of again trans suicide and the huge issue that is but then also like when lily's confessing to to her about um about kind of the not not really a fair but McHale, the joel, yeah the is it joel McHale? yeah it's joel McHale. Yeah, yeah. who he did a i think he did a really it was interesting to see him in a very nefarious role too like that was that was kind of hard to deal with and uncomfortable, but he did a great he had, job. He had nothing on Skarsgård, though. Those eyes, man. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be wearing clown I was, makeup. I was just movie. gonna say that. It's like I was more creeped out by him in this movie than I was as it. Like when he was. I also it. couldn't tell. Like I kept like going back and forth and being like, "Is this like a younger version? Is this our like younger brother who looks exactly like him? Like they made him look super young to me for whatever reason or not. I couldn't. I did. I, he was in high school. Yeah, I couldn't quite put the fact that it was him. But yeah. Wait, is he in high school? No, he's not. He's uh, he's like no. I'm 20. just saying. He was at their school. Though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying um, that yeah. he had to. Play, he was playing a high school. That's why they made him yeah, look younger. Okay. He was okay. playing a high yeah, school. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he's like he's like late twenties or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, I'm uh, still not with you on the whole Bex thing. It's like if what? someone openly hated me, then I don't think I would sympathize with their suicide. No, no that's fine. Like, but then also at the same, like the double standard of like morality when Lily was confessing about her relationship with. Uh, Nick to her and Lily specifically said like or Bex brings up the fact like but she like like Lily he was married and had a wife and kids and she's like Mm -hmm. yes I know but like I swear I'm not a bad person and she just like very supportive is like yes I know I know it's just like you're able like you're able to see the grayness no it's true but it's just like wasn't running on a platform that transgender people are awful this is this is fair the family legitimately bad person her friend her friend made a mistake as opposed to this this guy who she viewed as this hateful bigot running against everything she was yeah i get like i get that but i think the problem with taking any sort of moral like high ground and claiming any sort of black and whiteness is if you can't ex- if you accept the gray in one situation but can't accept the gray in another situation by definition at least to me you're being hypocritical and so i, I mean but that the, was the, one these people are clearly not supposed to be perfect human no beings, for though. sure but it just they made them more unlikable yes <laughs> no this is yeah. true <laughs> and you have also blamed her instead of the married man <laughs> No, this so I will know. I think again, one of the one of the things that this movie does do well is identifying Hypocrisy. some of the uh, yeah, <laughs> identifying some of the systems and things in place that kind of have really set up these individuals poorly. Whether it is like these inherent misogynistic systems that get um, like 
like the grooming of uh the grooming of nick i kind of related or paralleled it to just overall the male gaze and like its effect on like capitalism and that kind of thing and lily talks about when she talks about like just sort of the pressure that we see on social media to make like the right selfie and that kind of thing um and hell she yeah, even talks then people about people buy stuff from your amazon wish list <laughs> yeah um, um and she yeah can so. i ask all right no I, I i think we've drawn out this conversation yeah this um, is fair who was the dead body in nick's bathtub was that supposed the to be his wife? Dude. His, his, the, no, the hacker, hacker dude. Oh, it was, was the his, hacker dude. It was his wife. I thought it was his wife. No, they. It was the hacker kid. Oh, okay. They left. I'm pretty sure. Because that's where we saw him getting uh, waterboarded. waterboarded. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I that was one thing I could not suss out in the movie. They did not make explicitly clear. Yeah, because um, at one point when they were showing footage of him before you actually see like everyone watching the footage of him, you hear like off camera him getting stabbed repeatedly. Okay. Yeah. So I was assuming I that was like... I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Like, I I guess all these messages and themes you guys are bringing up, it's like, yeah, I, I kind of saw them too, but it was also just like... I just... I couldn't... I couldn't get behind this movie. It was just... Gross and... It just... It, see, it was so in your face. No, for and sure. I just, I, yeah. I, and I, I really don't care for that kind of style. I know... I know... I know it's a style. I know it's intentional. But I really do not care for it. And that's just, you know, what, my... And do you think that was really illustrated or, I guess, reached its peak uh, in that beginning scene, Ben, for you at the party? Yeah, and I think I was just kind of burnt out on the rest of the movie by then. I'm just like, I don't fucking care anymore. And then there was the sequence with uh, the house where, they're, you know, the, the one long shot. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And it sounded like Zach wanted to argue about this, but the... Um, the sequence when they save Bex, I thought was kind of cool. I thought the film, like I thought filmmaking up. wise, it was shoddy. That that, that was my hold up. But I mean, yes, obviously no. I wanted them to come save her, but like the the act, the like the the. I was surprised that they actually did. Yeah, but I I was just I was caught off guard. I had no sense of the place in the space. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, people have yeah. infinite bullets and stuff. And I get <laughs> yes. we were diving in. <laughs> and it was like we were diving into the revenge it was, fantasy. It was very of it. much a death proof moment for me. <laughs> yeah, one of them just had like swords, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you?" Oh, gonna that do? was and that was amazing though. Like, oh, okay. You just see all the stuff that Joel McHale's character has. I was like, "Oh my god, he's Deadpool." Because <laughs> he has <laughs> those swords, and then she shows up. Joel McHale could have like, been yes. could be a good Deadpool. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so the other my other biggest issues with it were the ending where it's just like they're facing oh yeah this movie should have ended like a good five minutes before it did yeah so they're all dead like they're obviously dead and that's i mean whatever the main girls yeah no they're not because when you're standing in front of you hear that yeah but see later when they talk about the brother doing it which was stupid you hear the mom saying something like you like she could have been killed so it implied that she was still alive yeah which makes no sense after that scene, but all the women teaming up together can defeat these fucking awful men. That that was I yeah. guess. And then it wasn't just men. Yeah, it was kid. It was a lot of kids. And it too, wasn't like just men. One of the masked people in yeah. the house; those were not man eyebrows. In one of those, <laughs> they were big yeah. old arches that had been. Those were women eyebrows. I, I felt like the last <laughs> shot was clearly then, women versus men. 
That's, there were some guys on their side, though. Yeah. That wasn't the last shot, though. The last bit was, they're like, why did well, you do yeah, it? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last shot with them. Uh, with the-, the last shot, if you want to talk about last shots, like, the credits were just, like, a marching band. Did you see that? Really yeah, weird. what the fuck was that about? That was so stupid. Yeah, that didn't make and any then... sense to me whatsoever. And the fact that it was like a mostly black marching band, yeah, that, that played into it the like, really well, we did not weird. discuss race at all. And then this is supposed to be a victory thing at the. I don't know. It was yeah, I agree. Well, and weird. I think the choice of, but I think the choice of Miley Cyrus's "Can't Stop" was perfect because like, that's a perfect example of like a girl who kind of embodied or kind of in reality like sort of embodied the kind of attitude or persona or character of uh the main character like the main girls in this movie um that was just sort of for me again problematic like again there's some good messages coming out in terms of like how we should treat them and how we victim blame as a culture so much with women but at the same time like there's ki- there's this free willingness and this kind of free willingness that was, that sounds <laughs> sorry that was that was uh, da, 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 that sounded da, da, real old, old Fogarty da, da, right there da, da, moment da, da. um there's this like da, da, da. there's this like <laughs> there's this acknowledgement or this lack of acknowledgement that freedom of expression does come with consequences and freedom of expression like doesn't happen in a vacuum like you can't you can't expect to want to be whoever you want to be and not have that have an effect on people around you and i don't know like that kind of again the portrayal of that kind of lifestyle and culture just seemed really destructive and i don't know miley cyrus was a perfect example of someone who embodied that and profited off of it and just yeah, but kind people of people also hated her for it no this is true but i think i feel like as i many as... love miley cyrus's last three records just putting that out there She's great. I love that her songs. That makes one of us. <laughs> great, great stuff. Miley is super underrated. Can I just say that when when the kid in the end is just like for the lulls, I I literally like under my breath, are you fucking kidding? No, I think it that is a callback bril- moment. I think it's fucking amazing fuck you brilliant last line of the movie. That was so stupid. No, it's not because so many fucking awful white male people exist on the internet i I get it but it's it's so on the nose yeah but those guys need a big fucking fuck you to their fucking nose like they they, let's talk about doxing (laughs) yes i mean the, the the amount of awful human beings that sadly are mostly white male dudes on the internet that think that this it's for the lulls like people getting swatted or swatted yes i mean yeah. I mean, th- they're awful, awful people, and the movie, I-, I love that fuck you moment to the end, and just, it it also says so much about white male privilege in that well, final yeah, there's moment. there's that whole conversation where, like, they were so upset with their daughter and how she was talking at the dinner table, and then he's like, did you see that video of the yes, family yes. that got, mm-hmm. like, massacred by tigers? It mm-hmm. was funny, or it was great, or something, cares. whatever he said, and no one said anything. Yeah, I, I love and the it, juxtaposition of yeah, violence it's like to sex, A lot sex of the stuff too. in here was very heightened and kind mm-hmm. of eye-rolly at times, but then there were moments like that. It was like, this is so true, and, like, still in your face, but yeah, it's true. I, I, ben, I know you really have a problem with, like, on-the-nose messaging in movies, but... I, I really like that I do and I, I I mean I think a movie needs to be 
you, you I just you, I feel like you have to go to the you, you have to be that blunt sometimes I guess but I, I just to me to me it just feels like it's treating your audience like they're not smart enough to figure it out like the scene the scene at the dinner table in retrospect looking back at it yeah that's actually that message is done very well I disagree however this I disagree again I think it's actually to to mention something that you struggle with Ben I think it was also super on the nose and I think again it's building up this Lily character as kind of like this moral center of of the story of the narrative and the thing that's especially fucking like heinous about it in my opinion honestly is that she's speaking like she is after she is like speaking up for her principal who is a person of color a black man and she is like trying to defend him when like just like five fucking minutes ago she was like trying to like like intellectually like dominate him or kind of thing like it's it that spoke of more white that's privilege. what i'm saying she's not she's not the moral center i don't see that at all i don't disagree with that part john but what i'm saying is the pers- the, the perspective of her trying to defend and then getting you know shut down so quickly and then her male brother doing something also kind of jaw-droppingly well this is actually jaw-droppingly awful what she did was you know it was you know off it was noble it was, uh, it was yeah it was noble it was, it was noble yeah. but it didn't seem noble to so like, to I the parents perspective no. neither of what these kids said was like really good but he, she but got they, the flag the and daughter he, they yeah, called out for yeah. it and the son it was just like oh i haven't seen that video yeah it's like that i thought was well done i i agree john that the the hypocrisy of going back and forth there yes i i again i'm not trying to defend most of this movie because i did think it was terrible you don't sound like you're defending it at all so <laughs> no i'm defending that one sequence and i thought because i'm saying that's oh that's the way the message should have kept being like sold to us as opposed to the ending just <sighs> i think i think what's lily is her name correct right mm-hmm. i think lily is the most I, I i'm with lauren i think you're you're making it too black and white lily is a character that's walking through the middle reality of things and she's she's not she like Lauren also said. She just tells it how it really is. She's not. Her character isn't written to be. We there's only one side or the other, which is a big fucking problem in our world right now. It's like there's no middle ground. She's taking uh, well. In the case of defending her, her principal, I I don't think she's in the middle. She's in the right, and her parents are clearly in the wrong. But voice. She's thinking things through and talking about them rationally. I don't think when she's talking to the principal about art and and how this is not pornographic like she's just she's she's talking it through instead of jumping to yeah irrational I, conclusions yeah but a character a character who seems a character who seems so smart should should kind of know that it's like yeah like it's it's not like no matter even if it's not supposed to be pornographic, it should not be in a school. And that's She's and I think I think of, that's my issue. Yeah, is that you know we that, hate difficult women. So. Um, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I think she's. That's too, not what I said. Oh, he's too I teasing. know. 
I think she's giving Zach. I think like, she's this is given... fifty-five episodes. If you have not figured out that I say things sarcastically one hundred percent of the time, I'm just worried I'm going to come off as like a misogynist in this episode. Oh yeah, it's like, but I, it's I, been that way for fifty-four episodes already. <laughs> God damn it, um, Ben! Uh, you're you're right. You're right. She's an intelligent person, but someone's she's gonna given pu- too much heroic that. clout. I think throughout, like, she's basically the narrator, but not narrator. It's all no, she is. No, she's she's 100% the narrator. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they made her an actual character, but really she could just be a voiceover the entire time. Yeah. I think her final monologue voiceover that ends the movie is the only time they try to give her authority of, like... But I think th- the movie might have earned it by that point after you've seen all the shit. She, no, that's fair, she's, yeah. She's saying this after, you know... Well, sadly, not poss- not really two fantastical things have happened to her and her friends. I think she has the high ground to say all these things at this point. I'm talking myself into enjoying this movie or appreciating well, this and movie I, more. I, I think actually, about. Zach, like, that's the strongest part of the message. Because at mm-hmm. one point, she says, like, am I... She does say, am I a perfect person? No, but I just got here. And I, I think that's, like, again, this aspect of, like, to a certain degree, she doesn't know any better. And she doesn't know what she's doing. And that was, like, a part of the movie where, like, it fully sort of acknowledged it, I think, or the character, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, that was the moment where I felt like the character really, truly acknowledged it. I, th- um, I think your complaint would be a little more valid with the, the principal scene if she pushed back after he rationalized no, that's, the situation. No, that's fair, too, yeah. It and was, she doesn't. It was, She's like, okay, yeah. you're right. I, I know what you're saying. She's acknowledge- I think she acknowledges she pushed the envelope and she has a good she has a great argument that she for what her art is art and should be respected, but she's rational about it too. She listens to her principal. She obviously respects the man. She defends him five minutes later in the movie, like we said. Um t- tooth and nail with her parents. Um I mean she's willing and to also, Go ahead. Well and even to defend like defend the pinnacle of hypocrisy in the town the mayor Mm -hmm. to defend him with amongst her friends again is also i just thought of the word i was looking for earlier she's thinking independently she's not she's never jumping to a conclusion that she's not taking a side until she has to at the end when she's literally trying to be killed um you know she's often she's almost always like i said independently thinking through her responses and i don't know i i really enjoyed when she that that was why she was the most enjoyable character to me very spirited debate friends i don't know i really like nance nance which one's nance she she had like like four lines or not the the mom who came down and shot some people that yes. mom <laughs> i thought that was kind of cool like holy shit this mom's badass and then she dies yeah i know i was like oh no so we're um were em and sarah living together i think so i think they were sisters or something like that yeah. well sometimes they were saying mom to nance and other times they called her nance so i was really confused <laughs> well i think they maybe they were sisters uh um i'm dropping her name uh dropped both their names actually. <laughs> I don't know who. But uh the the two the Sarah two who get put in the co- the two who get put in the cop car. Sarah and M. Yes. 
Yeah, I was thinking they were like sisters. M was the person who, uh, who attacked Bella Thorne. No, nope. M, M is the black girl. M is the black girl. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Sarah. Oh wait, no, no, no. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sarah yeah, so is the other M, white girl. M and Sarah. Sarah yeah. is the other girl. Yeah. Suki Waterhouse is, the other girl. is Sarah. Yeah. Grace. That's uh, who it was. Sorry. Yeah. Maude Apatow was. Grace. Grace was the one with the baseball yeah. bat. Yeah. Which I also. Would you guys think about her getting applauded? That was um I I I I mean I like the moral quandary of it like this the that glorifying I, I, I violence could, I, I could guess, totally believe I... some people some high school kids might actually do that um even though she might have just murdered this girl um Well yeah but yeah. I mean then when you go to the end of the movie when they're murdering people and we're applauding them it's the same thing That's true. <laughs> um I wasn't applauding. <laughs> I was I mean uh, I, I was, was glad they were alive <laughs> but um I was I was disjointed I mean, from the I filmmaking of the movie. I wasn't upset when they yeah. shot up that truck. No, I wasn't upset that anybody. <laughs> I wasn't upset they were murdering. I was just, just I, the filmmaking took me out of it. That's why I wasn't applauding. But I, and I also, but I feel like comparing comparing Bella Thorne's character to that that group of men, young young men. That's that's not really fair. Bella Thorne was like she was a shitty person. She did something awful. But. The those boys were gonna kill somebody. They were gonna yeah, kill which is probably why Bella two Thorne people. Just got permanent brain damage instead of murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Also, I'm really I'm very disappointed that Bella Thorne's name has been mentioned as many times as it has on this episode. I continue to not know who who's, she is, guys. Whose name's Whose name, John? Oh God. <laughs> um, all things aside, like the the moral quandary or like the uh, the debate around the actual event of. Uh, Grace going to attack her. I think that scene, though, I think that scene was... I, I enjoyed the kind of aesthetic of that scene. Just the giant American flag behind her. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, even at that point, I feel like the voiceover wasn't uh, too on the nose. Like, I, I know we've all kind of uh, expressed our difficulty with, like, sort of that aspect of the preachiness of the film, but for that scene, I would say... I, I would say I maybe enjoyed that scene more than the house scene. And I get the, like, I get Which the one? Technic, uh, the scene where uh, the lead up to kind of uh, the baseball bat, the baseball bat. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Just cause it was, yeah, it was, it was slowed down and it was visceral and I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was, it was very compelling to me. Um, and not just because in the end, Bella Thorne got like whacked upside the head with a baseball bat. Um, Ooh, that sound effect it hurt <laughs> yeah you didn't like that charlie show on disney i never saw it <laughs> i don't like i like uh, like uh, no of course i'm not going to complain about bella thorne from like uh what was it step it up or like, shut up ben <laughs> i just um, want you guys to know as someone who's <laughs> been hit by a recreational oh, implement in the side of the head it hurts really badly <laughs> a lacrosse stick or field hockey stick um, no, I got hit with a golf club once. Oh, oh God. <laughs> swung and a miss on both the sports that you, you played I in I mean, high no. <laughs> swung and hit real hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, I have also been hit in the head numerous times with the cross sticks. <laughs> so you weren't totally wrong, John. No, yeah. it's just not the, it was not the example I was not thinking. That, yeah, not the one, the one time. Yeah. <laughs> we are running long for us lately does anybody else want to shout out to any well let's the the execution of that house scene we didn't really talk about it. we keep praising it but um the, the 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 tension building up 
of that long take as it went up and down and back up to the second floor of the house just really really drew me into the movie and um Mm -hmm. and like i like i said i think the biggest compliment that the movie you can give this movie is that i think that one sequence alone just got you on side of the girl on the side of the girls no matter what yeah and and i i would i would agree with that and i know i know ben wasn't a fan of it but i did like the part where like bex she was struggling with someone in the swimming pool and like overcame his power and killed him basically with the, mm-hmm. nail, the nail gun. gun. But then when she like no, I she liked, didn't come out of the that. water as a hero, she then ran because she's human. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's the smart yeah. thing to do. Yeah. You were told I wouldn't want y'all. I wouldn't want y'all hanging out here if my house. You, no way then. you would run in for like for the no, people. We we were told in a training for our school. This is how fucking side shitty our oh, world no, this is. is gonna get really real yeah we i mean we we had the officer the officer that came and trained us about a potential incident on your campus the the first thing you do if you can run away run away they're like and i don't know how i feel about that as a teacher but you know if i can get yeah i feel like i'd want to protect my students yes but they, i mean what, what are you good are you really going to do in the long run it's it's fucked up um we don't need to i'll probably cut this out it's too fucking depressing um <laughs> yeah my final my final little hot take um again a lot of problematic issues sometimes hard to cheer for the main characters but a good overall message about white male privilege and how shitty social media can be um i i think to find find some media that maybe tackles the issue in a lighter and just as poignant way, I think American Vandal season two did a fucking fantastic job. And then to but why do you need it to be tackled in a lighter way? Um, just if you're looking for something like that's a little bit more lighthearted. Um, and then poop jokes. <laughs> and then to uh, I-, I think in terms of a piece of media that tackled it in a more real. And just like an overall, like the absurdity of this movie was completely intentional. But again, like I agree with you guys. I mean, this movie was... unfortunately felt very real to me. Um, <laughs> uh, she had two creepy oh, no. guys sitting next to her the whole time. Seriously, I I can't remember the last time I saw just a regular man wearing a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I wear bandanas on the reg now. Um, also uh, a tie dye. I could see you doing that as well. No, so. I don't have a lot of tie dye actually. Uh, I think a, I think a film that like captures the message and essence of this film and does it in like a much realer way and a much more empathetic way. Eighth grade is probably going to be my movie of the film, so go fucking see Eighth Grade. Movie of the and year. So, you it's mean. movie of movie of the year. You mean? What I say? Movie of the film. movie of the film. Oh, okay, yeah, movie of the year. Um, it's uh, okay. Don't feel bad. And it's on digital, so <laughs> you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah, John, you don't need to feel bad. Apparently, I'm a misogynist, so, you know. <laughs> You're it's also okay. white, so it really sucks. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. yesterday, we were talking about how stupid I am. Yesterday, I had to Google alcove because I forgot what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have those moments? One day, I was like, tree is spelled weird. Lord, <laughs> did, wait, hold on. <laughs> didn't, didn't he, like, invent a cabinet? Huh? Alcove? Is this is this a joke going <laughs> over my head? <laughs> Al Gore invented the internet. Uh, uh, I don't get the joke. I, I don't think it's it. a good joke. That's the problem. When you said it's Al, not, you but said, I still like when it. When you said alcove, I turned it into a name like alcove, 
and then I said yeah. he invented a cabinet. Because an out. Al- never mind. You should leave the comedy to me. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I should. <laughs> that is also going in theme song version 2.0. Um, that's gonna do it for Assassination Nation. Um, next week, speaking of problematic, um, we're gonna be <laughs> reviewing uh the 2008 film The Spirit, the adaptation of the Will Eisner movie. Or comic, I should say. Uh, a movie I remember enjoying. Lauren picked it um, as yeah, our flashback. Yeah, I'm both sorry and not at all sorry for this pick. Yes. Um, this should be an interesting... I haven't seen it since 2008. So, so yeah, I don't think I've seen it I'm since 2008. I'm mostly just excited because like, it's Samuel Jackson, man. Yeah, Nazi Samuel Jackson. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. And um, John, Wait, have you seen what? that He's movie? A Nazi in this I movie? have not, but I do distinctively remember being like obsessed with it as a kid just because the guy was 10 wore years a, ago 10 years yeah. ago you were 2008 you were like 19 <laughs> <laughs> oh wait what am i thinking of i don't know oh the spirit the similar the, the, the force movie the phantom no oh, i'm thinking of the phantom i got it yeah what's his name what's his name uh billy zane billy yeah, zane yeah, was yeah, the bomb yeah. in the phantom. purple suit and the, and the oh yeah no that's not this and the, and the little <laughs> ring uh, Dude, guys, what if I saw that movie instead of The Spirit and just got on the podcast <laughs> and was like, what so the fuck good. are you guys talking about? It'd be a really uh, terrible I podcast. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would have been awesome. Oh, um, shit, now I want to rewatch The Phantom. Damn it. Uh, so go watch The Spirit. Uh, come back next week and uh, you can listen to us rehash that movie, which has basically been forgotten. I believe. So we'll see. This is for Fluffy. <laughs> um, until then, you can find us at middleofrow.com. You can find me at Zach Goldenberg, wherever you can find that. And uh, go, yeah, you can rate and review us wherever you get podcasts too. That would be nice. Maybe more people will listen to us that way. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can follow find all of us on facebook at middle of the row i'm jonathan rahul you can follow me on twitter at another rahul j you can also follow us on twitter where you'll get updates when we post written content on the website or podcast episodes and that's at middle of row hashtag know the and i'm lauren heimbaugh you can find me on twitter at beware of trees and you can find us on tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com thanks for listening go watch Mandy, and then listen to that bonus episode, and then watch The Spirit and come back and listen to that episode. And uh, remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.